Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today we're going to be talking about 10 Catholic things you should have. That's right. If you're a Catholic, these are things that you should have in your house, carry with you, and know about. And we're going to share them with you today. First and foremost, you've got to carry one of these. guys good to be in the studio with you and uh, definitely excited about this show today you know one thing that is for sure you know i, I said you have to have one of these mm -hmm. and that is a cross for those of you who are listening in on our podcast forums we're all over the place but if you're not watching on youtube go to youtube click the subscribe button click the little bell so you can't miss any of our content i showed a cross and the reason why i said that is because our lives are conformed to the mystery of the cross of jesus christ you know, the sign of the cross is made over our heads, over our person at baptism. And it's something that I always keep by my bedside. And I just absolutely love the cross. Yeah. And I think that's number one on the list. And really, I would say that more specifically, a crucifix, crucifix. Mm -hmm. right? A lot of Protestants will have a cross, you know, a plain wooden cross. And those are, those are fine too. But, you know, as Catholics, we specifically have crucifixes for a reason. And the difference is, Typically, you know, well, a crucifix will have the corpus on it, which is the actual, you know, an image of our Lord crucified. And if you look at what St. Paul says in the Bible is that we worship, we worship Christ crucified. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times Protestants will say, well, you know, you're re-crucifying Jesus by having him on a cross. No, no one's re-crucifying Jesus. You know, Calvary happened in a time and place. But... You know, there's there's a lot of power with the crucifix. I mean, there's not it's not a coincidence that when you see, you know, horror movies, things run from the crucifix. It's a powerful symbol and it and it ties us to really our salvation, which was gained for us mm -hmm. through the cross. So if you can't buy into having a cross from just the cross, you can watch horror movies, and those should help you to decide that a cross should be good. Look, there's a lot of ways to get to home, you know, whatever it takes. You know, the, this specific cross, you know, I have next to my bed, and it's it's an icon crucifixion, and it's it's the crucifixion scene, and it shows the sorrows of Mary, and it shows the sorrows of the beloved disciple, John, you know, at the foot of the cross. And I love iconography because it is, it's, it's a window into the mystery of what was accomplished by Christ. And when we think about it, our sorrows and our own personal sufferings shouldn't isolate us. It should really draw us into greater communion. And that's specifically what I find, you know, keeping this next to my bed. If I'm, if I'm going through a rough patch or if I'm going through a season of sorrow, you know, I need to be able to have my crucifix with me. And, you know, for a while I had one that it was made out of iron and I wound up giving it away to somebody that was suicidal. And it, it just, it just really, you know, gave me a sense of consolation every time I, I held it and it got that person through uh, some really rough times. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm never not wearing a crucifix either. So, I mean, you can have, you know, the crucifix on your wall and, and definitely, you know, wearing one on your person mm -hmm. too makes a lot of sense. Um, Look, the more the better, I think. You know, you should have one in every room of your house, if possible. Uh, if you have children, you should have one in their room. You should have one in the family room, in the hallways. Yeah, um, it's, it's the most visible way that that we can 
access God's love. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about retreat centers is the simplicity of, of the room. Yeah. And then, you know, you have a simple twin bed. You don't have a TV. You don't have anything else in there. There may be religious, uh, you know, uh, items Oops. on the wall like uh, pictures or paintings and maybe, you know, a Bible book or something like that. Um, but there's always a crucifix above the bed mm-hmm. in a Catholic retreat center. Mm-hmm. And and it's like that simplicity of the room. Uh, and you look at the lives of the saints, like Padre Pio's room or St. Junipero's room in, in uh, you know, in, in California. It's like crucifix above the bed. Mm-hmm. Now, number two of an item that every Catholic should have, is, and that's a rosary. Mm. Look, if you're Catholic and you're not praying the rosary, start praying the rosary. Mm-hmm. Um Chances are you probably have one. You probably have your grandma's if you don't pray. You know, rosaries are not hard to come by, but once you start praying them, they're hard to leave, right? Um, what, cross, what rosary do you got? In fact, I love that you just said that because I have my grandmother's rosary. See, there you go. And you didn't know that. We didn't talk about that. You're going to throw this in my face again? Because we did the rosary show, and I lost my great-grandmother's. So. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, I know. Your poor old blind great-grandmother. Yep. She carried that crucifix with her through the persecutions on the boat to this country. Thanks for bringing that back Only up to again. give it to you, and then you lose it. This is like deja vu. Oh, ouch. Well, you know, we should all pray... To St. Anthony. Yes. For our brother Ryan Delacrosse. He did a miracle. And you know what? St. Anthony has worked many miracles. Yep. And let's pray to St. Anthony for Ryan. All right. And your middle name is Anthony. So maybe he's going to have some mercy and help you find that. Because it is. It's it's a treasure. I try not to travel with it. I try to keep it uh, here at home. Um, it's, you know, my birthstone and it was my great grandmother's passed down to my grandmother. My grandmother died with it in her hands Mm. and I had it in her hands for her funeral service. And then I received it before we buried her. And, um, you know, the consolation of what this means to me and the legacy of faith passed down familial is familially is, is, is powerful, but you know, it's really praying the rosary that you receive the fruits of each mystery. And that is in a particular way, you know, like we can, we can wear rosaries, Don't we can, wear rosaries. you know, we can, you know, and I'm not saying that we can yeah. wear rosaries, but people, people tend to wear rosaries. People mm-hmm. tend to carry them or put them in their car or on like, you know, for like almost like a, uh, you know, uh, um, like, like a superstitious, yeah. yeah, like a superstitious thing. Like this is going to protect me, but you know, there's, there's grace, like rosaries are blessed for sure. But the real grace is my brothers and sisters is when we pray the rosary and when we meditate on the mysteries and really use this tool to really enter into the mystery of Christ's love for us. Now, yeah, somebody told me one time that Mary really appreciates when we pray a rosary and it's like, the, the reasoning behind it is, have you ever been grateful to somebody that's asked you for help and you were able to help them? Sure. Like, that's how Mary feels when, she's we, a, she's when a, we ask her for her assistance and so her true. intercession. She loves that. She's a giver. Yeah. She's not going to she's not gonna mm-hmm. force us to do it, but she mm-hmm. really loves it. So a lot of the times when I don't want to pray a rosary, I pray that just for her because she's been such an influence in my life. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Now, here's another thing. It's kind of like a rosary, but this, I, I carry a rosary, but I also carry you know, a prayer rope for the Jesus prayer, right? And it's very much like the mm-hmm. rosary. The rosary developed from this. But, uh, you know, having these things that physically tie you to prayer and call you to prayer often mm-hmm. are very important. Um, you know, you can go to go to AveRosary.com, you know, quick shout out. Uh, AveRosary.com sells all kinds of beautiful heirloom quality rosaries or 
if you want to give them as a gift, they have great gift packages. Heirloom quality rosaries. This is something we can start a tradition. You can start a tradition in your family with a rosary and have it passed on to mm-hmm. generations. You know? Well, you know, that's what Ave Rosary does. They have yeah. really nice quality rosaries that can last a long time. But also with Ave Rosary, whenever you buy a rosary, they donate a rosary and they give it to the CFRs, and the CFRs then go and distribute these rosaries to people in need. So it's like yeah. buy one, and yeah. someone else gets one free. Yeah, they're deep in the heart of the Bronx, and yeah. New Jersey, and the really poor areas of Texas. So that's a really awesome thing. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. I love this. I'll get you one. That's yeah. Awesome. Now, number three on the thing that every Catholic should have, and this is one that I'd say a lot of Protestants say that Catholics don't have, but <laughs> this is, that's a total fallacy. <laughs> that's a Bible. That has right? to be. <laughs> right. Have a Bible. Look, I'm going to pull a little Wilfred Brimley here. Read your Bible and read it often, all right? Yes. It's like your blood sugar. Yes. So, you know, all of these things that we've been orienting to right now, you know, are about contemplation, right? We're contemplating Christ crucified. We're contemplating the mysteries of the history of salvation through the rosary. The Bible is a way for us to contemplate the Word of God through the second person of the Trinity Logos, Right. And having that Bible and reading it often, you know, everyone went to, you know, Sunday school or Catholic school, and they remember the basic stories, but there's so much more than that. And reading the Bible frequently and reading it as books, right? I'm, like, I'm going to read Nehemiah or I'm going to read Ezra. I'm going to read, you know, Colossians or whatever. You I know? just returned to the book of Genesis and I read the life of, of Joseph. And, you know, I think it was chapter, it started in chapter 37. But man, I mean, how many times have I read that? How many times have I watched a movie on that or like a cartoon back in the day? You know, but to return to it, so much more came out of it. Mm -hmm. And it really realigned myself with God. And he and he spoke to me very, very clearly. And and to realize that like God wishes to speak inspiration into your life. And there's no more perfect way than the word of God in the Bible. It, it pierces your heart. It takes root inside mm-hmm. of you. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it really does. You yeah. know, here's another thing to think about when you have a Bible near you and you often go to read it. How many of you have Netflix or HBO Max or whatever, and you've rewatched I don't know, um, The Sopranos or Mad Men or Walking Dead or whatever. You rewatch these series that you've watched before, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I didn't remember that the first time. And you kind of get re-excited about that series. I mean, the Bible's the same way. Uh, You can really reintroduce yourself to things that are probably floating around in your head somewhere, Yeah. but it it makes it new again. It Mm -hmm. really breathes new life into it. there is almost never a time that you can't open the Bible to a random page, read for five minutes and be like, wow, mm-hmm. that just hit me. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I need. So mm-hmm. if you haven't read your Bible, just open it up, go to a random page, trust the Holy Spirit and start reading. There's something there for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. There's a common thing, theme here. It's 10 things you should have and use. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and that's, that's just the having. most perfect point. Good, good perfect point. point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just having them and possessing them, it's using them. Because Catholics are really good at possessing yes, them. Yes, it's true. That, that's it's true. true. Yeah. Very, very true. Like the family Bible yeah. that's just like dust covered. <laughs> you know? That's me. Sorry, Father Remick. <laughs> you gave that to me. You know, a good, a good thing to mention is the family Bible. That should be something that you should use. You should yeah. be recording your dates and important events in your life in a family Bible. And yeah. according to law, if you have something recorded in your family Bible, right. that actually stands up in a court of law mm-hmm. as 
What? That's Evidence? civil, not, yes. not, not just canon law. No, like this American is civil. Law. Yeah, this is civil American law. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if you recorded a baptism or a death or. Uh, you know what? Richard owes me money. <laughs> I'm that sure, sounds like my aunt. I'm sure you owe <laughs> him money for breaking his stuff. My grandfather's sister was like that, recording everything in, in her bowl. Really? That's cool, oh, man. You know, I did some research on my family history, and I got all the way back to the first Shields that came to America. Now, I'm, I kind of tend more towards the rough side of my family, right? But the Shields, I found them, and it's like back in like the 1850s. And the first record of the Shields in America, there was eight sons of John Shield who came from Austria, Germany. And uh, it was all eight of his kids fighting over the $300 he had when he died. <laughs> That's what you saw. That's what I saw. That's just, so funny. We've just been a bunch of quarrelsome jerks since the beginning. Hey, 300 was a lot of money back then. I, I, you know, with eight of them, they're all fighting. They're all countersuing each other. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Oh, oh gosh. That was the crazy thing about the life of Joseph in the Old Testament. It's just like that sibling rivalry mm-hmm. and how Reuben was like trying to, to throw Classic in. Classic like, Reuben. I mean. <laughs> Let's cut that out. <laughs> I love that, man. But, but that's, you know, that's the reason why we need to open up the Bible. That's the reason why we need to learn these stories. It really directly influences how we treat our siblings, mm-hmm. how we treat our family members, how we treat one another, you know, and to really live out the values that come to us from the Bible. Now, an important note on Bibles, there are specific Bibles that mm-hmm. a Catholic should have. That's right. Don't have a King James Bible. Don't have Gideon. the, the no NIV or the Gideons. I mean, if you have them, they're fine. Give them to your Protestant friends as gifts. Great. Yeah. But you know, a Catholic, there's a list of approved Bibles. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are the RSV. New American. The Standard. New American Revised Edition. Mm-hmm. The New Jerusalem. Yeah. Uh, the Vulgate, if you can read Latin. The Dewey mm-hmm. Rames or the Dewey Challoner, right? Um, what are some of the ones? You, you like the... Um, my, my favorite is the Jerusalem Bible. Jerusalem Bible, And then Bible, I yeah. use the New Jerusalem Bible. And you'll you'll see that with all of my, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> my highlights and my my notes and, uh, you know, Commentary. do the, Yeah, you, you know... You look like Charlie Day trying to work out a conspiracy <laughs> with that Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got sketches in here and all sorts of stuff. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, you want to you wanna get a study Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, you want commentary. You yeah. want footnotes. You you want to underline passages that really speak to you. You want to highlight things that speak to you. And when you go back and you're like, oh man, I remember when I read that scripture, I was in that place and it really, it really spoke to me. And, and it's very nostalgic, you know? And, and um, so definitely use your Bible. My favorite is, my favorite translation is, is most definitely the Jerusalem Bible. Um, but you know, like the grail, the, the new, the NRSV, the RSV, the NABRE, like all of these different acronyms, but, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely go to the USCCB website. They give you, um, you know, all of the approved translations. I'm sure she'll put it in the show notes for you. Um, so if you want to check out those show notes, go to catholictalkshow.com. And for this episode, it will be right there in the show notes. On that page also, I'll make sure that for all of these t- 10 things that we mentioned, we'll put a recommendation and a link to where you can get one if you don't already have one. 
Excellent. Um, you know, through through resources that we trust and people that we know mm-hmm. will get you quality things. Mm-hmm. And to our to our really the people who follow us on social media, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you know, on YouTube, you know, people leaving us comments and subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure that you subscribe on our platforms. If you want, to, if you're commuting a lot and you just want to listen in, go to CatholicTalkShow.com. There you'll see every way that you could you know listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, you know, Google Play. There's so many things are on Podbean. We're on all sorts of forums. So make sure you're checking in on us. And, you know, I, I have to say to our listeners right now, you know, I was I was reading through, I had a few, I had a few moments the other night and I was reading through like comments and, you know, people have expressed how grateful they are that they've really come to the Catholic, like understanding of the Catholic faith, you know, through our show. And, and they've really been putting into practice, you know, living out their Catholic faith for the first time in their life. And that really just, it touches, it touches my heart. I feel completely, you know, like, I don't know how that's possible, but like it's it's happening, and by God's grace, like thanks be to God that that we can do this, and we could share the passion of our faith in these beautiful religious articles that are meant to be used as tools for us to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and shout out to all the people from all over who listen to us. It's not just the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Philippines. We have so many listeners there, and Romania, and and Greece, and throughout the Middle East, mm-hmm. and like you know Abu Dhabi and Qatar, and. Uh, in Africa, we have a lot of listeners. So it's really kind of humbling. It is. That there's so many people listen to us, three jack wagons, I know, talk about our I know. faith, you know? But so love out to all of you, man. Yeah. Just love and prayers and, and continue to hold us up in love and prayers. And we really would be remiss if we didn't express our gratitude to our patrons. You know, without their financial support, we wouldn't be able to do this every week. So if you're considering becoming a financial contributor to the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Catholic Talk Show, or you could go to our website, Catholic catholictalkshow.com backslash uh, Patreon. And we've got some cool content and some other things that may not be on this list, like a Catholic talk show hoodie. I mean, that's kind of a really cool you thing. You just to have. gave away. That was number 11. That was the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number four on the list of things that every Catholic should have is holy water, yeah. right? Now, we've done, we've done episodes on holy water. You know, you can check that out. Um, but holy water is a sacramental, and it's a great way to... Number one, bless yourself with Mm -hmm. a powerful sacramental, but it also ties you to and should tie you to remember your baptism, Mm -hmm. your baptism. And Ryan, you spoke about baptism, about how it's such a uniquely more powerful way that God has given us grace than even in the Garden of Eden before the fall. And I was really moved by that. I've been thinking about that recently. But, you know, your baptism is the, that's your conversion. That is you getting... Mary was born with the Immaculate Conception without original sin. And there's huge feast days for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception and, you know, Jesui Immaculata, right? I mean, but when you get baptized, you're Immaculate too. I mean, you have that same grace through baptism that Mary got through the Immaculate Conception and people short sell their own baptism. Your own baptism is as powerful to your soul as the Immaculate Conception. That's huge. Mm -hmm. And holy water ties you to that every day and lets you mm-hmm. renew the vows and the promises of your baptism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially now since they've taken holy water out of churches. Yeah, yeah. let's put, you know, go get some, get it blessed, and mm-hmm. yeah. put it in your house. And and most and most of your churches, you know, your priest is happy to bless, you know, holy water. So even if they're currently under restrictions by, by oh, yeah. diocesan, uh, you know, encouragement. By the heavy hand by of the, the bishops. <laughs> I, I was at church uh, last night, and, and I... 
for the first time in years in a church, blessed myself with mm-hmm. holy water. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really and, awesome. And there's there's you know the dispensers, you know, like there's a lot of dispensers are full for you to fill up your mm-hmm. your holy yeah. water too. Yep. Um, yep. So you know a lot of the bishops and the and the concerns of different different uh, pastors yep. are that you know they don't want people dipping and then you know whatever, but. Um, you can get it I, if you want it. I yeah, also you can suggest still get it. too, kind of in line with this, is getting a font for your house. Yeah. I put mine up about five and a half feet up so my kids don't, you know, hang on it and rip it <laughs> off the wall. But right when you come in, I've got a font there and a little mm-hmm. little sponge and fill it up every now and then. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. That is excellent. You know, when when we consider the importance of holy water in our use daily as Catholics to realize that we have the ability to have these holy water fonts in our in our house. We have the authority to use holy water and bless our rooms, bless our bless ourselves, and recall the fruits of baptism. You know, when you were sharing, Sheila, it brought to memory uh, this conversation that I was having with somebody in in the evangelical circles. Um, you know, I've I've been doing these you know interdenominational gatherings and meeting with different people, um, but I was really I was really struck because there was a Catholic who uh, throughout college went and and started participating in evangelical circles and gatherings. And it was in this big social setting, and now I I had married this guy. Um, Congratulations! And I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I received their vows. There Let me just go. say that they entered into the sacrament of marriage because they are. The, Let me know they, where you're registered. I'll send you <laughs> you're so bad, dude. You're so bad. So so anyway, like I'm I'm sitting there, and and um, you know, this guy's received baptism, first holy communion, confirmation, um. And, and this gentleman was like, yeah, I discipled so-and-so and I brought them to Christ. And I'm like, no, you didn't, bro. Mm-hmm. Like his mother and father brought and godparents <laughs> brought him to Jesus Christ. They brought him to baptism. Yeah. You know, they brought him to church and to receive first Holy Communion, to receive confirmation where the bishop anointed him. Traditions that are based in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, bro, like, I'm sure that you have had influence to him, like living out more courageously biblical values and having testimony to the name of Jesus. Like, no doubt. I'll, I'll say, you know, well done, but don't take more of the <laughs> prideful stance of, you That know. sounds like grounds for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, one of the comments recently, like, I want to hear you guys laugh more. I wasn't <laughs> expecting. I wasn't expecting so, this. Song. So we did a whole show on it. If you're listening, uh, we did a whole show. Hopefully, we can put it up <laughs> if there. You're listening. <laughs> He's talking to them. If they, no, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, I'm not much of a production. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> Well, I was saying, if you're listening, uh, go to YouTube and put put the link up. Oh, there yeah, yeah, for yeah. The, uh, for, for the Holy the Water Holy episode, Water yeah, episode. that was a great episode. It was a very popular. So we did a whole signs. show on Holy Water, which was fascinating. So, yeah. you know, we didn't do one on the crucifix, so I figured, you know, we'd throw that. Well, out Well, we did actually. <laughs> I love did this. We really? Yeah, we did. So I'll put that link up there too. Okay, uh, <laughs> now. This kind of ties into what you were talking mm-hmm. about with your husband. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> so sorry. Kyle, cut this. <laughs> Don't cut this, Kyle. Um, uh, as a Catholic, you should really have a copy of your baptismal certificate. 
right? There are so many times in the life of the church where you're going to need that. And it's like your social security card, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh, I know exactly where it's, I'm going to put it right where I'll remember Mm -hmm. it. And then when you actually need it to go get like a new license or something, you're like, oh crap, where is it at? Yeah. You should have your marriage certificate, your baptismal license, (laughs) (laughs) you know, your certificate of confirmation, all these important documents if you don't have them, you can call the churches mm-hmm. and get them and have a good copy of them. Keep them all together. They're important mm-hmm. um, to have copies of and also to, you know, use for in the life mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. When when I was uh, when we were preparing for the show, I grabbed everything from from the house that I have. And and I said, Sheila, I don't have my baptismal certificate because it's in the safe deposit box. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most of the time when you need your baptismal certificate, for like anything church related, it's always recommended that you would you would submit a new printed and sealed and signed baptismal document from the church of your baptism within six months of say your marriage mm-hmm. within within six months of a particular event mm-hmm. and that you know that's important to realize if you're sitting out there thinking like I don't I have no idea where my baptismal certificate is you could always contact the church of your baptism and they will issue you a baptismal certificate mm-hmm. so that you can keep it and keep it in a safe place because it's very convenient to be able to use it for different purposes mm-hmm. but then also you know if you if you need to get a uh, you know a one dated within 6 months you know exactly what day you were baptized on you know where you know who was your godparents all the information that you need and that's a good important part of having your baptismal certificate in particular is knowing the date of your baptism and celebrating that i mean yeah. that's you know, if that's the doing part of having something, that's yes. the doing part of it. But it's also if you are going to be somebody's sponsor in RCIA, mm-hmm. if you're going to be somebody's godparent, right? Uh, if you're going to get married, um, when you die, when you die, you need a Catholic burial, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine you mm-hmm. probably have to, and that's going to get that, wouldn't you? And that's going to get into the next thing, which is Father Rich. Definitely, what you need is to have a stipulated, truly in writing <laughs> and notarized that you will to be buried in Christian burial, that you would have a Catholic funeral. Mm-hmm. And time and time again in my in my pastoral life, I have seen this conflict come up mm-hmm. where, you know, the last remaining patriarch or matriarch of a family hasn't expressly, exp- you know, in writing stated that they want a Catholic burial, that they want a Catholic funeral. And then if the children or grandchildren are not practicing the Catholic faith, they don't know. At they all. don't know, and and it's and it's a problem. I mean, it's it's a big big problem that you know this would certainly express legally that this is something you expressively want, and it is a right to every baptized Christian the right to a Christian burial. It is the one exclusive right that nothing can uh, affect by canon law, even suicide. Everything. Baptized. 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 Yep. So if you are baptized, you have one right, and that is a right to a Christian burial. You know, and I would go so far, and I'm going to do this. Chloe, Johnny, when I'm dead and you're watching this video trying to remember me, if you didn't bury me Catholic, number one, I'm haunting you. Number two, um, I'm probably in purgatory. Thanks for that. Good job, guys. Number three, you didn't get any of my money because that's going to be a stipulation in my will is that no one's getting any of my stuff unless I get buried Catholic, right? That's excellent. 
I mean, that's a good way to force it, because in case your kids turn Man, out to be jerks. Johnny may do that whole thing with the ritual with the dancing and, uh, you know, like all. Hey, look, man, that's cool. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, where they do like a. Exactly. What do they call in New Orleans, like the second line? Yes. <laughs> if I'm alive, I'll help them plan it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, put it in your will. Say, look, you guys don't get none of my stuff until that. I mean, just just in case they, for some reason, end up not liking you, mm -hmm. end up uh, not practicing the faith. Mm -hmm. That's a way to guarantee that it happens, mm -hmm. right? It's very important. You, you certainly put a... Uh, no, no, chances are you, no, chances are your children, if you're doing a good job, will be Catholic and want that for you. But this is a, this is a fail safe, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Or again, if you have maybe no heirs, maybe no children and you die alone and, you know, your, your will will still, you know, Mm -hmm. Request that, and and just so you know, like priests, you know, many many parishes offer pre need or to sit down with your priest and express, like you know, Father, can can we prepare my my funeral? Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. I met with a, a wonderful woman, Linda Lewis. Uh, God bless her. She she has lived such a heroic and beautiful beautiful life. This African American woman that from my parish, and um, you know, she she and I sat down a couple of times, and we went through every single detail, the music, the reading. You know everything, wow. and it's in her file, and it's ready. Patron saint of funeral planners, mm. Joseph Me? Saint Joseph of Arimathea. <laughs> That's right. Oh That's yeah, right. of course. That's right. Yeah. Now another thing, because you know you are going to die, right? And chances are, and hopefully not, it doesn't happen by an accident. Hopefully, it's a very peaceful death, surrounded by your family member, and you've you know got a chance to get the last rites. Now, say that doesn't happen. Say that you are in an accident. You know. The medics are going to come. They're not going to know you from anyone. They're going to try to take care of your physical needs. But it's very important to have your spiritual needs taken care of in the case of emergency. And that's why every Catholic should, and you could do this now, either carry a card or on your phone in your emergency medical health information, say, I am a Catholic in case of emergency, request a Catholic priest, right? Um, I Medics will know and, and uh, EMS will know that you, most people's phones, if you click it a certain way, it'll bring up your emergency health information if you fill it out on your health app. So if you have an iPhone, you go to your the health app and you go to your emergency information and there's a notes section, right? Wow. So you can put your emergency context, but also say, I'm Catholic in case of emergency, call a priest, mm -hmm. right? I Call Father Mike Schmitz. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I used to have a crucifix that I used to wear mm -hmm. with that on the back of the crucifix. Yep. And, the, and you can get ones for your wallet that mm -hmm. come like a little credit card that says, I'm Catholic in case of emergency call priest. You can have it on a health ID band, yeah. right? You know, if you know, a lot of elderly people or people with maybe medication needs. Get a tattoo. Get, get a tattoo. <laughs> That's way of doing it's, it. You know, <laughs> Tupac style, right? But, I mean, it's important. You know, what would happen if you are, say you're traveling somewhere and you're yeah. a thousand miles from home, you, you roll your car and you're in some messed up shape. No one knows you're Catholic there. Mm -hmm. You got no family. What if it's a matter of time before you pass, right? You want to have those last rites and be ministered um, spiritually in those situations. Absolutely. That's a that's a great recommendation, and you know I've I've known about you know the ID bands, I've known about the chains, I've known about the things in the wallet, but that was a great idea, Sheila, about the phone, mm -hmm. and I I have not thought about that, and I think yeah. that's a I just made a note to do it after the show. Yeah, I'll, you know, and what I'll do again on the show, um, if you go to CatholicTalkShow.com, I'll put a link to an article that shows you exactly how to do that if you have an iPhone or if you have an Android device in your emergency health information to put. 
you know, call up a priest in case I get rolled, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is a perfect segue because there's something else that you should have on your phone. What's that? Hallow. Uh, He got me on my own game. Good job. Hallow is a phenomenal Catholic application for your phone. Android, Android, iOS, (laughs) Android, Android. Android. (laughs) and it's a Catholic meditation app. There's readings, Lexio Divina. It's just an incredible application. I know Delacrosse has so much love for Hallow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm the uh, the the guy that you're the poster guy, man. Yeah, it's um, it's really amazing as a, a a guy who has a software development app development company. This is just a really great piece of technology um, that's uh, very beneficial for anybody, you know, just kind of starting out or trying to reach uh, new uh, developments in their prayer life. I, I, I pretty much use the daily conversation with God. <laughs> what is that? I use the daily conversation with God with my kids, with my wife. Uh, my wife actually started doing uh, Lexia Divina with me because she's like, you know. Look at that. The, Hollow's bringing... Delacrosses together and then fortifying they, your marriage. They just added the 30-day gospel challenge with Jonathan Rumi, the guy that played Jesus and was on another one of our shows. Uh, you know Father Mike Smith, but they have a Father Mike Smith's uh, Bible in a Year podcast, chanting rosaries, nightly routines. I hear Hollow's going to add Bible in six years with Father Pagano. Because I definitely <laughs> can't do it in a year. Yeah, you know Schmitz, right? Look at that. They're Schmitz. Uh, Look at that. Not you. Not me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you go to CatholicTalkShow.com forward slash Hollow, you get to try Hollow for free. Now, Hollow is always free, but there's some paid and premium uh, features. Yeah. So, if you go to CatholicTalkShow.com forward slash Hollow, you could try out all the premium. Uh, features, see if it's for you. But really, it's a it's the number one Catholic app for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, you are not Mike Schmitz, but you are, you know, you're all right, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, a lot of the reason that you're, you know, you know, not solid six. <laughs> a lot of the reasons why you're not him. I'm well, cool with a five, man. No, he's, cool. Look, you're a solid six or seven, right? Okay. <laughs> But, but if it were a two, but if it <laughs> were word for Ave Maria University, that is Ave Maria right. took a two, turned him into a seven. I was probably a negative one <laughs> when, when, before I went to Ave Maria. But you know, when I was when I went to Ave, I was built up in the Catholic tradition. You know, when you consider the motto, you know, Veritati Splendor, like the splendor of truth. For me, as a young Catholic attending that school undergrad, I really came to encounter the truth in the person of Jesus. Christ and the traditions of the faith. And from my classes on doctrine to scripture to just even just a liberal arts education, I mean, it was really life-changing. I went to two colleges prior to, you know, transferring to Ave Maria, and there is absolutely no comparison uh, when it comes to quality of education and community. And by far, what they offer now is even far superior than what I had, you know, 13 years ago. Yeah, I mean, people hear Ave Maria and they think, oh, it's a great, you know, it's Catholic school and you're going to go there and your kids are going to pray. And But there's a lot more to it. I mean, it's a great university, right? Mm-hmm. They have, you know, biology, business, chemistry. Aww. They have nursing. They have law. They have you know, they have over 40 degrees. I mean, it's a really awesome education yeah. in an environment where your children are going to flourish both spiritually, intellectually, and as a human, right? That they're going to learn how to learn. They're going to learn how to be successful in life mm-hmm. in a great, beautiful campus 
Um, With the Perpetual Adoration Chapel, where you can encounter Christ in the Blessed Sacrament 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and there are people praying in that community mm -hmm. all day, every day. And to be a part of something like that is very special. Right. And it's I mean, very unique. But I mean, where else can you go and study marine biology and undergrad and business administration, then also have a 24-hour um, adoration chapel where the average temperature is 78 degrees and it's beautiful and you're 20 minutes from the beach in Naples. I mean, it is a confluence of so many perfect things that you look for in a college. So if you or someone you know and love is looking to consider a university, go to AveMaria.edu. You can sign up for their uh, Ave experience. They have online or in-person visits, and you can go and find out why this is probably uh, the school for you. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And, and then again, if your kid is a clunker and a two, you can turn there's into hope. a... There's, there's hope. hope. <laughs> there's hope. Right? There's okay. hope. There you go. Poster boy. <laughs> Poster boy. <laughs> Sorry, Avin Maria. We, we, <laughs> we need to find somebody better. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just give Schmitz like an honorary degree? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, also, shout out Father Mike Schmitz. We keep up. You know, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, we, no, we, for we, sure. He's a great guy. We just, you know, it's a running Joke. It's fun. It's um, okay, so another thing that every Catholic should have is a missal, right? Mm. And again, this goes back to the doing of what we were talking about. Uh, you know, a missal is something that really will help you tie you to the liturgical life of the church and give you kind of daily nourishment, mm -hmm. right? So if Hollow is giving you that daily call to prayer and a resource for prayer, a missal ties you into the life and the the flow of the year of mm -hmm. the church. And there's applications out there that yeah. can certainly help you. Laudate, you, you've got iBrievery. You know, the, this, I think it books better personally, having a physical... No, yeah. have it, but, but, you know, sometimes, I mean, I use I use that a lot because I'm great. on the run. Yeah. And something that I find to be most convenient, because I have the traditional MTS uh, missile, you know, it's it's big. Explain it's, what a missile is. So a missile is, is essentially where you could follow the entirety of the Mass, from readings to Eucharistic prayer, and from beginning to end, and it gives you also prayers before Mass, prayers after Mass, and it gives you all of the uh, the basically the the saints calendar. So you know, in the in the proper of the saints, you have options to celebrate those saints throughout the liturgical calendar, and you have all of those feast days all in one book. It's and like it's the a rubric of the groom for a layperson. Yeah, it's tremendously know? valuable to have that missal. Something that I personally love, and a lot of my parishioners use it as well. A greater majority of them, specifically for daily mass, um, I have over you know 115 or so people that come to daily mass and the Magnificat is a wonderful resource and they, they send it out and they have, you know, saints of the day and they really kind of guide you through the full mass. They have the Eucharistic prayers. They have everything. They have uh, Latin references too. So if your church, you know, says the Latin prayers of, of the Santus or the Agnus Dei, or, you know, even if they, if they say the, our father in Latin, it's, it's all in there, you know, and, and it's, it's the Novus Ordo um, and, and it celebrates it and, and publishes just such an outstanding resource. Yeah, this is great. The index of medica of meditations mm -hmm. uh, talks about different saints. 
Um, and it does like a morning and evening prayer. It's yeah. not the liturgy of the hours. That is the highest way, you know, the, the greatest way of participating in the prayer of the church mm-hmm. is the liturgy of the hours. But certainly if you're looking for a subscription that can essentially do the same thing as having like a traditional missile, mm-hmm. uh, the Magnificat is an option. That's what I was just going to ask you. What is the Magnificat in relation to that? And yeah. It's just a, a shorter version. It's a shorter version yeah. and it's very, very easy, easy to, to carry on your person. Like I could literally slide this in my pocket. Right. and go for a hike and I can I can reflect on the readings for the day yeah, yeah. and not have to use my phone where I could be distracted yeah, with you emails don't or text phone messages. During mass either. Yeah, and, and that's I mean I've been I've been praying prayer, you know, at churches where I'm traveling or something with my phone and they're like, Father, using your phone in, in church? I'm like I'm praying. Thank yeah. you very much. Some lady yelled at me one time in mass, like, put your phone down. And I'm like, uh, I'm just following the readings because I don't understand this lady. You know, like, that's all I'm doing. God. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, another thing, and the last thing that a Catholic should have, and this this is a really good practice to get into, is wearing a holy medal of your patron mm. saint. Your patron saint, a lot of times, oh, yeah, that's my patron saint. Okay, and that's it. That's the end Mm -hmm. of the relationship. It's important to develop and cultivate a relationship with your patron saint, right? Um, My my patron saint is St. George, right? Mm -hmm. And I wear a medal of him every single day Mm -hmm. and seek his intercession and try to live to his example of, of bravery, of fortitude, of, you know, slaying mm-hmm. dragons. Can I get the slain dragon song? Yeah. Slaying dragons! I got a question. Uh, like, I was a bit of a bum when I got confirmed. Was. I think they confirmed me, what, like, just to get me out of this whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to I Resurrection Catholic Church. Yeah, <laughs> and and your poor catechist. What is her name? Dolores? I can't remember her name. God bless Dolores, her. that would be perfect. The, yeah. the sorrows. The sorrows, <laughs> the sorrows so of her life. I think mine's St. Anthony, but is there, can I, can I just kind of make my own up? Of or? course. You can. You I can, can just take one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be St. Homo Bonus. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> We did a show on him. We did a show on him. Right. You know, and and it's true. I mean, I am so tied to Saint Faustina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tied. But I've never but like you professed didn't know her. Yeah, yeah, like I I didn't know her at at the point of my confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but Saint Valentine is is my, you know, yeah. as a missionary of mercy of the Holy Father, like it they they identified my confirmation name, which I thought was really really cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um it is your confirmation my... name on your confirmation certificate? Yes. It, it is? It should uh, be. Yeah. 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 I don't have any of that stuff. See, mm-hmm. Ryan, that. th- that's why we have this list. I know. I'm, just follow the list, dude. I am. Good. I'm glad. That's <laughs> why we put it together. <laughs> Thanks. Anthony. And, and, and one of those medals, I actually wear this on my person every day, but it's the miraculous medal, and, and it's yeah. the one that um, my grandfather wore. Mm-hmm. And this is my great grandfather's from Ireland. It's over a hundred and something Don't years old. Don't let me take care of it. Um, that's, that's <laughs> but I nice. carry that with because that's my Irish side, um, you know. And this is this is literally from Ireland, which is just like really really cool. Um, but you know, having these religious medals and and these patrons, you know, for a long time. I mean, I wore I wore all of my patrons. Yeah, around man, you're my, like around Catholic my, Mr. T absolutely. got like seventy five on. You know, <laughs> I, I used to do that too. I've pared it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, I've got my crucifix, Saint Benedict Thanks, medal, man. and um, 
my patron saint, right? Mm -hmm. uh, saint George. Uh, but my confirmation saint, Saint John. Obviously, I have a devotion to him. But pick a saint, you know? So you could just pick a saint right now. Right now. Like mm -hmm. me, which I'm going to do. Right. All right? And and would go with it. So get right. the medal. Yep. Although Saint Anthony, tattoo, Saint yeah, Anthony is, is a great one. I don't know why. Why Saint Anthony? Yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know if I picked him or not. What's well, your I'm middle name? Thinking it's, I know the parents picked, and it. it's already tied to you. Yeah. Like like yeah. Joseph for me. Like I am already. immensely devoted to Joseph. Uh, it's my yeah. middle name. Yeah, and and that that's important. Like Saint Richard, Saint Joseph, mm -hmm. Saint Valentine. Yeah, I mean that's your name. That's the name God will call you by, right? Mm -hmm. And. Going after and and finding and having a devotion to those names is very important. And, and yeah. when you think I have called you by name, mm -hmm. there is meaning, yeah, purposed for name. And I lose a lot of stuff, so it kind of right. makes sense that Saint Absolutely. Anthony is my patron saint. Saint mm -hmm. Anthony's awesome. He, I mean, yeah, I and if you look at his life and and you really learn about him, yeah. he'll set you on fire. I mean, Saint yeah. Anthony was the miracle worker, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and his was. devotion to the Christ Child and everything. Yeah. Um, astounding. He comes yeah. through in a clutch, and he is certainly rad. Ryan Anthony <laughs> Delacroix. Rad. rad. Not to be confused with the gross 80s. <laughs> rad. Yeah. <laughs> no, not to be confused. Yeah. Now, last yeah. thing that everyone should have, and this is very important, is if you're watching this, now, before I get to that last one, if you're watching this, it is not hard to click like on this video. It is not hard to click share, and it's not hard to subscribe. We're giving you all this great information. We're giving you this list that may save your life. Just click subscribe. That's your end of the deal, right? <laughs> I mean, and share I'm it. gonna do it, right? Yeah, because this has been very helpful for me. There so you I go. Think I'm gonna subscribe. <laughs> so now. subscribe. You all right. good. <laughs> now there are there are many things out there uh, in the Catholic tradition. There are so many things that we could really you know take hold of and use as a tool. Right to grow in, in personal holiness and to celebrate the faith that is so communal. Mm -hmm. And we hope that this did help you out. And certainly it's a joy to be able to provide this ministry to you. Before we go, know of our prayers. May God bless you and enrich you through these sacramentals and through these most beautiful instruments that God uses to perfect our humanity and to perfect our communion. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.